Welcome to the Arts and Antique Radio Show, where your host, nationally recognized certified appraiser Elizabeth Stewart, Santa Barbara's treasure sleuth, will help you put a value on the treasures in your own home. Every time it rains, it rains pennies from heaven. Don't you know each cloud contains pennies from heaven? So let's find out. How valuable is it? Hello, 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 Santa Barbara. It's your chantress of everything valuable and beautiful, Elizabeth Stewart. And I am joined by the OI Art Center Theater and some of the cast here because I got a, 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 a press release talking about the play that they're going to produce. And they're producing a play that's set in Ojai, authored by the famous Steve Martin. Um, he did, uh, let's see, the, the Lupine. It, did I, didn't Steve Martin write a play about Picasso and the Lupine at the bar as well? Yes. Yes, Brian's saying yes. So I love that play. And I thought, oh, this is really cool. So this is the hometown debut of Steve Martin's comedy called Meteor Shower, set in Ojai. And the play was written to unfold in Ojai. And this is finally coming to life in Ojai. How cool is that? Um, the first ever staging in Ojai since the Broadway premiere in 2017. And the show is running January 26th to February 18th at the Ojai Art Center Theater. Um, and the synopsis. Well, you're transported back to 1993 in Ojai and a meteor shower lights up the sky, and Corky and Norm and Gerald and Laura uh, get together for a night of lunacy and unexpected twists. So in, in short, the play is a, like, a hilarious exploration of the nature of reality and relationships. Um, and we've got part of the cast here today to talk about this. So let me introduce, first of all, Anna Katula, who is with us. She's chair of Ojai Art Center Theater, and she's produced diverse characters such as she's portrayed diverse characters such as Harpo and Animal Crackers, Shirley and Shirley Valentine. I covered that one. And Emily Dickinson and the Belle of Amherst. I covered that as well. She holds a degree in NYU's Tisch School of Arts, and she is a dedicated and established professional, uh, by the way. Uh, Brian Robert Harris is here. He's an actor director. Recent credits include Circle Mirror Transformation and Lost in Yonkers at Santa Paula Theater Center. Um, he's also performed in Six Degrees of Separation, Night Mother, Severance Play, Bus Stop, All My Sons at Elite Theater Company in Oxnard, and Dancing at Lugnasa, and MAME at Ojai Art Center Theater. Kimberly Denmary, no, Demer, Demery. Am I saying that right, Kimberly? Yeah, Demery, you got it. Okay, Kimberly Demery is here. She's an actor, director, and playwright. She directed Rope at the Ojai Art Center Theater. She's performed in many productions such as Night Mother, Brighton Beach Memoirs, Noises Off. Her plays have been produced uh, throughout Ventura County as a playwright. Evan Austin is here, Evan's seventh play. Um, and his best theater member, he writes me, is Bantering Who Puns backstage of the, at the, at the, at the, at the, at the mu musical Susicle. He's starring in A Christmas Story, which closes this weekend at uh, Ohio Art Center Theater. Um, so that is our the four people from the Meteor Shower. And I want Anna to introduce a little bit of the, this play. 
I guess you found it and then you thought, okay, this let, let's do it. No high where it belongs to be done, right? Well, actually, I would say that Brian Robert Harris is the one who connected with this play and proposed it to our artistic director, Tracy Williams Sutton. And she uh, caught his excitement on it and she applied for the rights and we are now doing this show. In this case, does the does the writer, does Steve Martin, does he know about the fact that it's coming home to Ojai? Not yet. Maybe he'll listen to this radio show <laughs> and he will know I am scheming about how to get the news to him. So yes. if you have any suggestions, <laughs> right, we would love me. his nod of approval, of course. <laughs> well, if anyone out there knows how to get a hold of Steve Martin, the famous comedian and musician and just general genius uh get in touch with me and i'll get in touch with anna uh, i'm elizabeth elizabeth appraisers appraisals elizabeth appraisals at gmail.com and, and we'll see if we can get him to the opening night at ohi arts center theater so brian robert harris found this play so brian tell me about your background with the play I mean, I don't have a great deal of background with the play. I um, I was um, I was in a production of a play called Red um, at Ohio Art Center um, earlier this year, and um, at the time, Tracy Williams Sutton, who's the artistic director at Ohio, was plotting her season for next year, and um, I expressed an interest in coming back and directing because I hadn't directed there. I think the last thing I directed was ten years ago. Um, so um so you know tracy said well you know look around and, and see if you can find something you know she said she thought a comedy would be a good idea with a small cast and so i started looking around and i wanted something i wanted to find something new i wanted to do something a little different and um i ran across this play which was set in ojai um this sort of you know bizarre funny little number um and uh and you know i read it and i kind of went okay well you know maybe this is a maybe this is a good choice for us um and so i presented it to tracy along with i think like four other choices other plays that i liked and tracy said well let's do the one that said it no high she yeah. she really the one who sort of spearheaded that idea of like you know uh it's neat that it's set no high you don't see many plays set no high it's something that our audience would probably enjoy. And so that's sort of how we got started. That is so cool. That's really cool. Um, you know, the the idea that I want, I want to switch back to Anna here because I covered uh, your portrayal of Emily Dickinson in the Bell of Amherst. And now we switch and we see you in this comedy. Uh, and I understand, you know, this is what actors do, but is it, is it, is it hard to, to, to sort of, jump into a comedy after you've done, you know, kind of two serious roles for OACT? Good question. Um, it, it's always uh, a uh, process of discovery and you go through um, thinking, wow, you know, is this me? Could I even make this me? Can I do this? <laughs> <laughs> and absolutely. So this play, I think all of us have fallen in love with because it does such an interesting job of exploring um, sort of this uh, polite, 
you know, formal world out there with authenticity and sort of the, um, uh, you know, subconscious, um, you know, not so appropriate side of who we are, maybe. <laughs> and, uh, and, and, you know, Brian or Kim or Evan, you guys might be able to break in on, on that and be a little more articulate, but there is a wonderful juxtaposition of looking at, you know, how we present ourselves and how we try to present ourselves to the world um, paired with, you know, just being authentic and, and that's not always pretty necessarily. Yeah, but that's really a, real. uh, that's yeah. about authenticity and primalism versus civility and maybe, maybe you're hiding something, you know? Did you say you're hiding something? Yeah. 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 Maybe you're. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. So what I'd like to do is um, Richard's giving us a sign. We've got to go to break, but when we get back from the break, what makes, what in the play makes you use these dualistic terms, for example, civility versus primalism, et cetera. What was, what situation can you quote us so we understand why this is uh, sort of forefront in the play when we get back from the break? Hey, we'll go to a quick break now and we get from the break, just we're going to reintroduce, we're talking about a cool play by a great, great guy, Steve Martin. Um, and this is an uproarious comedy called Meteor Shower, which is actually set in Ojai. And I didn't know Steve Martin even was familiar with Ojai. You know, and that's that's so cool. So we'll go to quick break. Get back, back from the break. Let's talk a little bit about what the play is all about um, with some of the cast. We've got Brian Robert Harris with us, Kimberly Demary, Evan Austin, and Anna Katula. Don't turn that down. Back in a minute. Welcome back. It's Elizabeth Stewart. I'm speaking with the cast of Meteor Shower, which is a play by Steve Martin. Yes, that's Steve Martin. And it is set in Ojai. The play itself is set in Ojai. He wrote it to be set in Ojai. And uh, this is the first ever staging in Ojai. So when we before the break, we were talking about uh, Anna and... Um, Ryan Robert, we're talking about this human condition caught up in the play that leads to uh, their comment. So there's civility and there's primalism was what Brian had to say about that. Maybe, right. Evan, I see you're nodding your head there. I, I'd love to hear from you. What What do you think? Uh, yeah, well, at its most basic, and there's lots of very delicious layers to this play, but at its most basic, the the division between the primalism and the civility is between the two couples. One of the couples represents the more primal side of things, and the other couple represents the sort of little more tightly wound and, and constrained civil side of things. And for me, there's a lot of 
sort of art imitating life, imitating art moments in this play. Um, it It is in part about sort of growing into your own voice, into, uh, into taking up space, and probably ultimately finding some kind of balance between the civility and the primalism, right? Either extreme is, is too much and, and not enough of the other. I don't know if by the end we achieve that balance, <laughs> but it's a little bit about the struggle to find it. So um, let's see. So we've got the 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 um, the couples here. We've got Corky and Norm, and Corky is portrayed by Kimberly, and Norm is portrayed by Evan Austin, and they're both here today. So which which part of the 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 the, the foursome are you guys? Are you the primal or the civil? We're the civil. <laughs> yeah, we're the civil. It would have been fun to have been primal. <laughs> So when you say you're the civil, can you quote us some lines that indicate that civility? Oh gosh, um, uh, book yet? <laughs> yeah. Well, Norm and Laura, who is played by Anna, uh, talk a little bit about um, innocence and sort of being naive, those kinds of things, and that's our portrayal right now of Norm is kind of simple and innocent. Okay, so Anna then tell tell me so you're you're the more wild of the two couples. And uh, uh yes. Yes. I um hmm. I guess Laura is um very free and uh tells it like it is. She doesn't apologize for um, any, um, you know, she's, she's not a, she's very proud of just being out there. She's, she's glamorous. She has an aura of mystery. She embraces sensuality and she's a treasure trove of secrets with humor. And um, she doesn't uh, mince words or apologize for her candor. <laughs> Is that like you in, in real life? No. No. <laughs> no. Yeah. So so you're 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 having to break out of yeah, which is what what you do. <laughs> yeah. For, for a living. But, but I yeah. do wear many hats. Well, I'll just put it that way. <laughs> so, I don't know who I am. <laughs> don't you? You have children, don't you? I have two. I have a 16-year-old daughter and a 13-year-old son. Yes, right. Well, anybody be schizophrenic with that, that those age groups. <laughs> right. <laughs> okay, so I want to switch over to Brian Robert Harris as the director here. And um, Brian Robert, I want to know, you know, how you direct comedy. I, I don't know what my question really is, but how do you direct comedy? Do you Okay, so let me let me put it this way to you. My sister is an actress in, in uh, Chicago, a mm. SAG, SAG actress in Chicago, and mm. she's been a you know career act, actor. And she um, she tells me she's got two types of directors. She's got one type who just kind of sits back and lets the cast go, mm -hmm. and the other type who's kind of micromanaging. And um, right. she likes she likes the micromanaging method. <laughs> I mean, 
you know, there are, I mean, there, I'm both, I guess. It depends on the show. Um, you know, uh, I recently directed a play in Santa Paula where I, I was much, much less hands-on. I was sort of, I sort of sat back a lot. Um, comedy is a little different because you, you, especially something like this, because the, um, the writing is so specific that it's sort of absurdist humor. And, um, so you have to help guide the cast a little bit. Um, the more, um, absurd it is, in fact, um, the more, um, sort of, well, not controlled, but the more specific the choices need to be. Um, and so, you know, what I'm finding, my, what I'm, what I'm finding, and when I say hands-on, what I mean is encouraging the cast to explore more, saying, why don't you try something like this? Why don't you try something like this? I'm not a prescriptive director. I don't like saying this has to be this way. You know, um, yeah, you must say the line this way or, you know, uh, even my, even my blocking, that's blocking is what we call movement on stage. Um, is, is very much a blueprint. I don't, I don't like to set it in stone. Um, so, I mean, on that spectrum, I guess I'm probably closer to the kind of director who tries to stay out of the actor's way. I find that's a, I find that's a, the older I get, the more experience I get as a director. I find that's, uh, the best approach. Um, and, you know, interject when necessary, but otherwise just let the actors do what they need to do. Um, but on this show, I'm a little more hands-on. So Kimberly, can you give me an example of how Brian has made a suggestion to you that you've tried? Oh yeah. I mean, like literally last night, um, I was experimenting with one different type of, you know, I'm still figuring out um, how I want to portray Corky. Um, and literally last night he said, try the absolute opposite and gave me direction on, on that. And so we flipped the switch and um, it was great. Um, I've worked with Brian for many, many, many years as a director and his style is always super organic based off of what's in front of you. Um, and I love that. Um, you never know what he's going to make you do. And this being an absurdist play, I guess is what we're calling it. Um, it's been a challenge. It's, it's been hard for me. Um, but knowing that I'm working with Brian, that I'm in good hands and um, we're just we're just throwing all kinds of, we laugh so much in rehearsal. It's, it's cathartic. You know, I come home feeling so good um, because we just, just laugh and laugh and the jokes are hilarious and we're doing, we're playing. We are actually, it's rare that you get to do a play where you literally play. Um, so yeah, it's, it's been great. Just before we go to break, um, can you, Kimberly, tell me what you were doing that you flipped the switch and did it opposite? Can you tell me? Oh, sure. Um, I was playing her, um, you know, nothing set in stone yet, um, but I was playing her a little more playful and we flipped it to where she's more rigid and more neurotic and, um, yeah, just kind of the, the opposite of, of sunshiny. You know, Brian, she, would, yeah. 
Brian, what worked for you? Which which direction did you end, did you end up like? Yeah, Brian, which one? Which one? <laughs> um, I think <laughs> making her more rigid is um, is a stronger choice right now. Um, you know, we'll see how the play evolves. Um, one of the things I said last night is that, um, you know, I frequently think that I know what a play is going to be when I start, and then by the end, it's something else entirely. So, we just got to let it, uh, let it happen and see where. Mm -hmm. Very cool. Okay, well, let's go to quick break. And just to reintroduce everybody, this is Ojai Art Center Theater. And um, we're talking about a play that's just remarkable choice for the theater because this is Steve Martin, the, the comedian. We know him as a genius and a comic and a musician, et cetera, actor. Um, so he set the play Meteor Shower in Ojai in its original uh, conception. And um, it is the first ever staging since it started on Broadway in 2017 in Ojai, where it's meant to be set. And uh, this is really cool to have that sort of setting. And I, I want to know, maybe maybe uh, Evan can tell me when we get back from the break, are there any specific references to Ojai? When we get back from the break, I'd like to hear what your impressions are, or if it makes a difference that you're portraying uh, a play that's set, the action is set in the town that you're actually performing in it in. You know, um, I'd love to hear your your opinion on that. So let's go to a quick break. And we're back with the meteor shower with most of the cast and the director talking with us today about the performances, which, at, by the way, it opens on the 26th of January <laughs> and runs for until um, February 18th. So uh, this is at the Ojai Art Center Theater, which is a darling little intimate space that, I mean, you guys are amazing what you bring you know, over, over and over again. So don't turn the dial back in a minute. Elizabeth Stewart, and we're talking with most of the cast of a play that is, well, it's set in Ojai, uh, and we're talking with the Ojai Art Center Theater cast of Meteor Shower, and um, I asked Evan before we went to the break what it feels like to perform an action in the play that's actually set in the town in which he lives and works, etc., and is performing in. And is there, Evan, any specific references to Ojai? In other words, oh, look look at this building or whatever uh, in the play. Right. There's there's one specific reference I can think of where Ojai is mentioned by name. It's in the punchline of a joke that I get to deliver. Um, What's the joke? The joke is, uh, <laughs> I said we live in Ojai, and he said you can see the stars there. And I said, yeah, shopping on the weekends. <laughs> Wordplay there, very Steve Martin. Uh, the other references I can think of are, are kind of um, oblique. They're not direct references to Ojai, but there's references to not being able to see the stars in Santa Barbara. 
or living in and then moving out of Los Angeles. So both of those things, those things sort of smack of Ojai uh, without mentioning it by name. And just the fact that we're at a presumably hilltop home where we can watch the meteor shower, that's very Ojai. And the rest of it, we're putting into it. We're putting the Ojai energy that we know, even, even if it's a little bit caricature-ish, uh, because that's funny, uh, into the play. Okay, now I have I have to ask, like what, like what sort of character ish is an Ohi stamp? Kim, should we do our our ritual? Normally, <laughs> <laughs> have the, have grounding and centering ritual, which is getting funnier every time we do it. But it's very kind of playing on Ohi's sort of spirituality, whether that's yeah. Observed stereotype or not. Um, the spirituality, so. metaphysical part of Ojai. We loved crystals and pyramids. And yeah, we have little rituals that are thrown in there that are more physical that you couldn't see. On That's one of my favorite things about Kim's character, Corky, is that she's sort of, um, she's after the ultimate self-actualization, <laughs> you know. <laughs> she follows through with it <laughs> and this is just a very funny play i mean it's it's like a design a new cry laughing emoji funny play according to entertainment weekly um and um and that's i mean working with the maestro you know steve martin's words is just absolutely a joy and a huge part of that funny is is the cast member we don't have with us. Yeah. Don uh, yeah. is just throwing the, the over the top and the funny all over the place. And then we decide which pieces to, to keep or not. Yeah. John Medeiros, who, who plays that fourth character, uh, Gerald, um, is a tremendously accomplished um, improv comedian. Um, and I've worked with him multiple times. I directed him in a one man show about Zero Mostel a few years ago. Um, called Zero Hour. Uh, he is a uh, really, really wonderful talent and um, uh, very, very funny in this show. So, you know, are you? did you cast the show, Brian? Yes, I did. Okay. So were you casting for people that could really, like you're talking about John Medeiros, he could mm -hmm. really do comedy. You know oh, yeah. that. Mm -hmm. Okay. So did, were you casting for that? reason is this i mean you know you hold, you hold auditions and you hope that the right people show up um and you, you know i got lucky and the right people showed up um i got very lucky with this cast that doesn't always happen um you know it's especially difficult these days um to find male actors um you know in the right age range there are lots of male actors who are over 50 but you know trying to find male actors who are you know a little younger than that, you know, forties, thirties, that kind of thing. Um, I mean, it's, you can ask any director out in Ventura County. It's, it's an ordeal. Uh, it's pretty difficult. So we got very, very lucky with this group. You know, I, I did, did anyone see the production in Ventura red? Uh, I was in red. I thought you were. Yes, that's right. <laughs> that's, I was going to ask you, I was really impressed. And I thought, well, you know, and you're, I think you are in that age group, aren't you? The younger. Yeah. And, um, yeah. and your, your colleague was for sure. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, thank you. That's very kind of you. Yeah. So, yeah. And, and it's, 
here's an, here's another question I have for you, Brian. Uh, I don't know how exactly to put this one, but we'll, I will give it a try. So um, there's a famous saying that we, Richard and not Richard Dugan, our producer, we've joked about for the past 15, 16 years. And that is we had early days, we had a, a, a well-known accomplished visual artist who taught for 40 years. And yeah. he was on the show. And of course, I, I'm an appraiser of art. And I said to him, so you've taught for 40 years. And uh, my big question is, how do you recognize talent? Yeah. And he thought about that. And he said, well, OK, well, if we're talking about using the oil medium, mm -hmm. I recognize talent right before the student starts to paint the brown potato in the sky, which <laughs> means, you know, with oil, it, it gets mushy and it conglomerates together into one brown color if you work it too much. Mm -hmm. And so he was using that as a metaphor. And now I'm going to ask you the same question. So you've got a room full of auditionees mm -hmm. and you're sitting back and, you, and you've got a play in mind. And so, you know, you've got to formulate that into the play. But how do you then recognize talent? Well, a lot. yeah, this is my 44th play as a director. Um, yeah, it, it, I mean, that's hard to articulate. It's different for every show. Um, you know, because what kind of talent are you looking for? Um, I, there is a baseline, like a presence thing, like someone walks in the room and you feel them before you see them. Um, I think that's basic, but, um, but beyond that, you know, it changes for every show what it is that you're looking for. Um, and, um, you know, the kind of presence and does this person have experience with comedy? Does this person have experience with complex text? Um, you know, and so you sort of tailor your search after that point, but that baseline thing of, you know, their presence and how strong it is and can you feel them from the back of the room? That is always very important and that can't be taught. You know, it's, it's interesting. You should say that. I don't know if, if. I brought this up when I was speaking to you and, and, and I think I was speaking to you and your beautiful wife and your redheaded child about reds, was, wasn't I? Oh, I'm, I'm afraid I'm not married. I don't have children. Um, but you, I, I, I'm not sure who you would have been speaking to about that. I'm trying to remember who was on that show. But yeah, no, I, I'm not married or with kids. So the two, the two performers that were in red... Right, it was another gentleman named um, named Remy uh, Mulaway, but Remy is not is not married either. Oh, okay. I don't know what I'm talking about, but anyway, when we did the interview, uh, I mentioned that that I thought when I first I started uh, college in Boston at a university, Tufts University, was my alma mater, my undergraduate, and I thought, okay, um, I went there because there was a famous drama coach. Uh, at, at that university. And I, I was thinking, well, I'll, I know that um, my father's not going to let me major in drama, but maybe I can minor in it, you know. <laughs> so um, I, I chose to go to that university. And uh, that professor started the whole year off by having us repeatedly for a month walk into the theater. That's what he did for a whole month. <laughs> And, and when we asked him, you know, what the heck's going on? He said, well, you'll get it, you'll get it, you'll get it. 
and he would have the rest of so you know it would be one individual and here's the entire rest of the class and mm -hmm. one individual is walking in and then they sit down another person and so you know this was a, a whole month of that and by the end we started to realize who had that thing mm -hmm. that you're talking about that i'm gonna feel you before i see you we started to get it and we started to start sort of fine-tune ourselves to so the people who naturally had it we kind of analyze it and after a month we start to say oh well they have this they have that they have this so then then act that way walk in that way mm -hmm. he would say yeah absolutely isn't that interesting mm -hmm. yeah, yeah that's very very accurate yeah yeah so anyway richard was going to tell us we got to go to a quick break i, I want to hear uh, from kimberly about some of the plays that she's written <laughs> i want to hear i want to hear about yeah. that when we get back in the break well i just wanted to reintroduce everybody here we're talking with the most of the cast and the director for the Ojai Art Center Theater's presentation of Steve Martin. Yes, that's Steve Martin. Meteor Shower, which is a play that Steve Martin wrote to be set in Ojai. And I'm finding out from the cast that not only is Ojai mentioned in the play, but the cast themselves are doing little bits of physical stuff around Ojai caricatures, like um, people with their crystals up there and meditating before they center themselves or centering themselves as they're meditating or whatever. But um, yeah, there's a, a number of Ojai references woven in as well. It is a comedy. And as Anna was pointing out, um, you have Entertainment Weekly saying it's a very funny play, design a new cry laughing emoji funny and keening like a howler monkey funny. I think that's cool. So we were talking with the Ohio Art Center Theater celebrating its 85th anniversary in 2024. Can you believe that? Don't turn that dial back in a It's Elizabeth Stewart. I'm talking with the, most of the cast of the uh, uh, of the play that Steve Martin wrote with the idea that Ojai was going to be its setting. It's never been performed in Ojai, and uh, it's being directed by Brian Robert Harris. Um, and Brian, this is Brian Robert Harris' 44th directorial job. How cool right. is that? And we're talking about you know the kind of really interesting things about directorships, which means I don't know, you have to recognize what kind of thing you want in an actor and mm -hmm. see if their, you know, their, their persona fits, if they fit, et cetera. And I want to talk a little bit about the other side of this, which is represented by Kimberly, who is in the show. She, she's performing as Corky. She's an actor, director, and playwright. And she uh, has written plays that have been performed throughout Ventura County. So, Kimberly, tell us. When you're writing a play, do you have the characters in mind? Are they, are they like sort of Hemingway-esque? They just appear. <laughs> no, it it my playwriting is. Um, 
I usually come up with a title or something first and then I go, Oh, I've, I've got to write a play around that. Um, and yes, the, I may have like a couple of characters figured out, but there's usually somebody that pops up later or, um, it's so, again, it's I like, I like the word organic, um, characters come and go. Um, but it, there is always like a core, but the play usually starts off with a weird title or something that has popped into my head. I don't know why, but I run with it. Give me an idea. Um, well, I, I've got a play that's being produced next year at the Elite Theater on their backstage. It opens on May 24th. Um, that's in Oxnard. And it started off as four one acts and each one acts have their own titles. Um, Fangs for the memory. It's about a vampire. Um, French women don't fart. Um, I accidentally read a book title and thought it was that title, but it was something else. Um, So it's things like that. Um, Digging holes was a play that I just um, had a, a good little reading of at Santa Paula um, the title came to me before the play did. So it's, yeah, it's like that. I've got a, like a little list of titles and I'll get to those plays someday. <laughs> very cool. So the title is the driver. That is very cool. I wonder. If- yeah. Yeah. I don't know why, but it just happens. You know, I don't know where it comes from. I'm taking it. <laughs> Universe is putting it in my head. I'll take it. And then um, I want to also ask Evan about right now, Evan is starring in A Christmas Story. Um, can you tell us a little bit about that, Evan? What's it like to sort of be balancing these two plays or just running right into each other? Sure. Well, the first thing I'll say about that is that the first play I ever did as an adult was A Christmas Story. <clears throat> I was the narrator in the non-musical version. And so now it's kind of a, a return in a way, even though this is a musical and I'm playing a different role. Um, but it's a story I love and it's a theater I love and it's people I love working with. So no brainer there. Um, I have never before been performing one play and rehearsing for another. Uh, in fact, the very first evening I ever met Brian, I (laughs) made sure I said that out loud, that that was a, a concern in my mind, whether my Swiss cheese brain could handle it. Uh, far it's going just fine. The one I'm performing is lodged in there. Nice. Uh, so I need a little more than some review uh, while I actively cram this new play in there. So it's going well. It's going fine. I'm impressed with myself. It's been really good. It's Since it's such a beloved story, most people come in already having you know a love for the story, already having an idea, an opinion about what they expect to see. Those people, from what we hear, are coming away very satisfied. Uh, but I know a lot of people who have never seen the movie don't know the story uh, and have come either with someone who does or because they know someone in the play or whatever um, and have come away, you know, impressed and surprised as well. So I think we're reaching a very wide swath of people, which is very and, satisfying. And what, what movie are you speaking about? Uh, a Christmas Story. Just plain and simple. Okay. Yeah. All right. Excellent. Uh, this play was seven. written by the same folks that wrote Dear Evan Hansen and um, The Greatest Showman. I think the, was it Pasek and Paul and the book by uh, Joseph Robinette? It's a really phenomenal story. And and the show is sold out. I mean, they're doing great. Yeah. 
going well. That's marvelous. Completely sold out. Do you, who's in the audience, Evan? Oh, everybody. Uh, <laughs> we've had we've had uh, classrooms worth of ch children. Um, we've had uh, you know whole whole groups of of elderly people. Uh, we've just everybody. Lots of families. Um, I mean, it's an intergenerational show in the first place. So even just the people who know those people <laughs> are going to be a pretty uh, wide variety. But uh, yeah, we've had every demographic is in the audience. When we get back, I want to ask Anna, uh, you know, it's it's interesting. She's been pulling facts out, um, which make me think that she really, really follows what's going on in the theater world indeed. So I want to ask her about her background a little bit as well, because I think, well, I, I've, I've spoken to her twice before. I want to talk a little bit about her accomplishments when we get back. So don't turn that down. Reintroducing, I am talking with the Ojai Art Center Theater, almost all the cast of Steve Martin, that Steve Martin's comedy that is coming to Ojai from Broadway. It's never been to Ojai before, and it's set in Ojai, the play itself. He set it in Ojai. And this is called Meteor Shower. And it's about two couples that uh, get together to watch a meteor shower on the top of uh, one of our mountains in Ojai and what happens after that. So don't turn the doubt back in a sec. Welcome back. And, you know, we were talking about uh, Evan Austin, who's the star of um, The Christmas Story, which is on at uh, Ohio Arts Center Theater. And he's also prepping and rehearsing for the new show, uh, Steve Martin's Meteor Shower. At the same time, we were talking about holding it all together. And he mentioned that he felt pretty good about it all. And now I want to talk to Anna about her life a little bit, because she shared with us she has a 16-year-old and a 13-year-old, and she's been in many plays. Uh, she comes from a background um, of, of the performing arts, uh, having studied at Tisch at NYU. And then she performed, I think, if I remember right, you performed elsewhere, many, many places on a, is that right? So your question was about performing in different places. And I, yes, I've been around and I've performed a lot at the Ojai Art Center Theater. And uh, and you asked me about my kids. I have a 16-year-old who's uh, who's been in 45 productions at 16. And she's in Peter and the Starcatcher right now at Nordoff High School. And my son is performing in the advanced band in a tuxedo on Thursday night. And I'm really excited about that. Um, I've done a lot of choreography for... Um, different musicals like this year we did nonsense i also played sister mary amnesia and annie get your gun and then uh dr doolittle and carousel but one thing that really interests me or kind of ties into all of this is the physical comedy opportunities in meteor shower and um and and then just how meteor shower fits into our whole exciting 85th year anniversary at the art center and in uh, inside of our whole season, which we have five shows, 
um, meteor shower, um, deer and, um, by, uh, it's also an absurdist play by Aaron Mark. In fact, we're going to do a little bit of marketing around that show and meteor shower at the same time. Spam a lot by Eric Idle, the crucible by Arthur Miller. And it's a wonderful life. The radio play, um, directed by our very famous Gay Jones, who is doing a Christmas story right now. Aha, uh -huh. yes, I know of her work and I've interviewed her as well. And you mentioned, I think, um, that you got back into theater because of your children. Yes, yes. It was my daughter who was performing and they needed somebody to help make up one of the dances. So that's how I got back into it. And thank you guys for coming along. I thank Brian Robert Harris, who's the director of a meteor shower and uh, Kimberly Demary, uh, who's performing as Corky in this play. Evan Austin, who's double dipping. He's the star of the Christmas story at Ohio at the moment. And he's also prepping for the, the uh, meteor shower play coming up. And Anna Katula, who's always delightful talking to us as well, who's actually one of the, one of the couple teams, she plays Laura. And the show is Meteor Shower. It's at Ojai Art Center Theater. It opens January 26th. And of course, it will be the premiere. The play is set in Ojai by the uh, author, Steve Martin. And it's never been performed in Ojai until now. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, thank you so much. We have a free preview January 7th at the Art Center for all of our season, including Meteor Shower. And that's January 7th. Yes. Excellent.